This is episode five of What the Comics. I'm your host Troy, and I'm here with Steve. Say hello. Hey. And Max. How's it going, Max? Not too bad. How are you doing, friend? Good friendo. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you couldn't tell what episode we're on now, just because we're so accomplished. We're so pref- we're so professional, and we're so far <laughs> know, into right? it now. <laughs> I know. I'm forgetting. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, all those episodes. I'm getting lost. <laughs> uh, right, today's topic is toys that became cartoons. I suppose that's a how how else do you put it? What are they called? Advertising tropes or something? Yeah, no, it's 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 the idea is that this is going to be about the multimedia platforms that were really solely about selling the toys. It was it was toys first or toys were the main focus going forward, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. Toys, they want to sell some toys. How do they do that? Commercials, mm. but commercials are boring, so let's do long cartoons and then um, tell the kids over and over again during those cartoons, buy my toy, and you do. You can't help yourself. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it worked on me. I don't know about you guys, but if I saw a cartoon and then I found out there was a toy for it, then it had to be in my hands the next day, or at least Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, many, so many franchises have either accidentally fallen into it things like star wars i think became that but it wasn't meant to be sort of thing but then other mm-hmm. things the ones we're mainly talking we're going to be talking about today are the ones that purposely did that yeah so star <laughs> wars star wars is quite um a good one to mention first because star mm. wars is the cause for my, for our first uh, one i want to mention he-man um star wars was exploding on the scene for toys uh, Kenner, I think it was was it Mattel that said no. Kenner said yeah, we'll have them then, and made a shit ton of money. So Mattel's in trouble, right? So because Star Wars is a big big deal, Mattel like we need our own like Star Wars toy. We need something to go up against Star Wars. So they came up with a load of shit ideas until they kind of hit on the sort of barbarian theme, He Man. Um, the reason they did that was at the same time. Uh, this is 1982. Um, Conan the Barbarian uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That film came out. Banger. And so that, which was huge, right? It was cool. Um, I really dig Conan for many, many mm-hmm. reasons to do with comics and this whole Frank Frazetta, um art and stuff. But um, yeah, so they went, yeah, Barbarian. We'll we'll go with that. We'll go with that theme. They made him a super buff. They made him everything that was the opposite of the little four-inch Star Wars figures. They made him, f- like, I don't know, nearly six inches, um, super muscly. Um, and anyway, so they, they, go, they go and try and sell this toy, right? And the toy companies are like, okay, yeah, but, you know, you, you don't have, like, a film. You don't How, how are you going to sell this? You don't have a story. Like, a Star Wars came from the film, and they were doing well. All these companies were like, yeah, but where's the story? Because they realized that's what, you know, the kids wanted. That's what got mm-hmm. these things sold. So um, one of the guys behind the creation or whatever, he goes, um, we'll do a comic. Yeah, we'll do a comic. <laughs> Comes free with every toy. And that will explain <laughs> the backstory. Just like there and then in the meeting, he's like, yeah, we got, did not tell you we've got a comic. <laughs> I just saw it right now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we got it. We got this in the back. I think it was like. I can't remember what the company was, like Toy World or some shit like that. And then obviously they, they got Toys R Us as well, the, the, the big player at the time. So Toys R Us, uh, they go into the meeting with them, say, oh, we got this comic, we got this toy. And they're like, yeah, but kids don't kids don't read. Like, these are five years and up. Kids, five-year-olds don't read. Mm. So what else you got? 
And he goes, oh, didn't I tell you about the, the cartoon? <laughs> you know, we've got these like one hour long specials. <laughs> so they're like, sweet, okay, deal. And that's kind of how it started. Like they wanted to sell this toy because of the hype of Star Wars. It caused this kind of like need for a story, need for these uh, fleshing out these characters to sell these toys. So that's how it happened. Toy, idea, how do we tell the story? Comics ain't going to do it. Cartoons are more accessible because kids can sit in front of the TV and watch them. Right, now they've got to figure it out. Now they've got to make this cartoon. So they do. They go ahead and they find uh, all, all the geniuses at Filmation at the time were make, making tons of animated stuff. Um, there's loads that you, know, you can go into depth of all this information, but we're just running kind of across the sort of, this is the origin of what we're talking about today. Yeah. And uh, so off they go. They make this cartoon. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention, which I found really funny, was that they wanted to call it Lords of Power. Amazing. <laughs> but they, they uh, I think... I think there was like some some like priest or something said no it's it's too religious you can't do that like that goes against what we do here can't use lords in it okay so then they end up with masters yeah. of the universe like last minute but basically it was going to be once again the religious right <laughs> yeah, yeah they're like it was going to be lords of power <laughs> which I'm kind of glad they didn't go with that because it's oh 100 percent that would have been terrible yeah <laughs> I don't think it would have hit home but um yeah so off they <laughs> went they made this cartoon it was a massive hit. Um, they sold tons of toys. All they wanted to do, their target, I think, was like 13 million on toy sales the first year, and they made like 40 million or something. So, fucking yeah, hell. smashed it out of part. But that's it. That's that's all I got to say on sort of like the little little bit of backstory of He Man. Again, there's loads of documentaries you can watch and find out more. But nice. Yeah, if that isn't the shape of things to come, like <laughs> smashing that goal like 40 million on toys and then seeing what came after it with the uh, market and everything. Well, it's yeah. like you said, they got rejected at every stage. I mean, I've read here that like uh, when, what, once they made, like like you said, they made the TV show with Filmation Animation Studios, so quite a big, big group of people, but they pitched the show to be put on the ABC network and they turned it down. So they then just had to, barter it out they just gave it and said all right if you've got a television show give us a bit bit of money and we'll let you broadcast it don't care yeah and that was literally how they got it out it wasn't through like like nowadays you'd you'd throw yourself at i don't know like nickelodeon or like well no you would probably still throw yourself at abc or whatever all these channels and all these networks but they failed at that so they just went okay television channels do you want it <laughs> yeah fill in 15 20 minute gap <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that was the the kind of setup for all the other toys that came after were just following that format, I guess, because um, it works. And they proved it. I mean, Star Wars proved it worked. Um, yeah, 1977. They, they, you know, George Lucas having the smart idea to sign a deal so that he kept all the merchandise rights. I don't think anyone's probably made that mistake again, have they? <laughs> of like, no, I don't think anyone's daft. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, it's, it's like you said. Uh, what yeah. we said earlier about Kenner toys. Yeah, they made they made them for the Americans, but us over here in the UK, we didn't have that. The Star Wars toys were made by a local company because the Kenner toys could weren't weren't were too expensive to ship over. So we got a completely different brand to make them. That makes sense. Why like it, they were harder to get here as well? Yeah, and actually, collectors of Star Wars toys, I can't I can't remember. People will have to look it up. I can't quite remember it, but the company who made the British toys because they were smaller numbers and rarer. Collectors of Star Wars toys, like older Star Wars toys, will look for the UK ones because we had to make our own. Uh. It's like for the original Star Wars movies or whatever, there was the big plastic half Death Star 
sphere. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. For the US toys, right? Mm-hmm. In the UK, because we, got, we had cheaper manufacturing, it was a lot smaller scale, so they couldn't any afford to do that. What they did was cardboard that slots in. Shit, <laughs> of course. UK, we get cardboard. Of course. <laughs> I, can't, yeah. I, 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 I only remember this stuff vaguely because I watched it. There was a documentary on TV a few months ago here about it. Sort of about how the weird thing that the small UK toy company got the license. <laughs> That's fucking Blue Peter's fault, isn't it? With all the... <laughs> oh, okay. That's probably where they got the idea later when Blue Peter started doing, like, Tracy Island and all that. Oh, yes. I remember the Tracy Island thing. I mean, Tracy Island, yeah. <laughs> Build this out of yogurt pots and <laughs> butter, <laughs> empty butter pots and whatnot. No, so, yeah. It was, it was from what I can find, He-Man was the first syndicated show to be based on a toy yeah yeah and they got away with it because the rules are changed sort of thing yeah um you you mentioned something about the um the yeah laws. in 84 the u.s regulations removed any restrictions regarding the placement of promotional content within children's television programs basically in 84 the u.s government decided yeah, no, we've got that law where we're not, we, we don't let you advertise to kids in kids-based programs, but it's the 80s. We want money and cocaine. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, sell them to But they didn't have that here. So advertising, you couldn't have uh, your... <laughs> All right. So for the broadcast of He-Man in the UK, yeah? You know, yeah. like in the US, uh, you, would, you were saying about this earlier, Troy, like you'd have the first half of the He-Man show and then you'd have an advert for the He-Man toy. And some yeah. other adverts. And then the second half of the episode, yeah? Yeah, genius marketing. <laughs> the UK forbade that. Oh, really? You could not set, advertise the toy for the show during the show itself. Well, like, it, uh, the advert breaks. Oh, because that, that would be too immoral. Everything else is yeah. fine. The idea <laughs> that the entire cartoon is an advert <laughs> is fine. But yeah. as long as you don't turn around and tell the kids, oh, by the way... It does exist. Too immoral. We can't. <laughs> we can't do that. And you have to have cardboard toys so that you can be responsible and recycle them afterwards. Man, UK for you. <laughs> but there you go. Yeah. Anyway, the interesting thing about that, um, that the laws you were saying, laws about what you can and can't yeah. do, and what you can't say, or mm-hmm. how how you can advertise. A, that's a, that's the reason why quite a lot of them, a lot of these toys, um, when they had their cartoons, it was all, for, uh, you know, eco based or. Protecting the uh, environment yeah. and whatnot, like uh, Captain Planet, um, the Toxic Avenger. Oh, I love. They were him. all like messages to like you know be better people and look after the planet. Um, that's that was mostly in the nineties, I think. But losers. Yeah, it was like at the end of every episode of like like He Man or GI Joe or even things like the old Sonic cartoon. At the end of it, it would have to then go. Oh, hey kids, here's a moral lesson or life lesson, so that we can justify the fact that we spent. 15 yeah. 20 minutes trying to sell you a plastic toy don't do drugs <laughs> is that is that exactly yeah. it we can, we can feel better about making your already impoverished parents feel shit because they can't afford afford a toy for you <laughs> and also don't do drugs <laughs> spend do the drugs. money and also don't spend do the drugs. money on our toys instead <laughs> who needs crack when you have plastic crack or cardboard crack or... <laughs> yeah buy our drugs man yeah cardboard for us <laughs> It fucking is, uh, though, isn't it? It's just drugs for kids. Like, buy our shit. It is, genuinely. And they just <clears throat> churned them out. <laughs> so, yeah, no, as you said, the reason we start there is because that was the first. That was the granddaddy. It was uh, a law happened to come at the same right time. Probably not, because they probably petitioned for it and pushed it. And 
Yeah, they probably so, made that happen, I guess. It probably made that happen, but yeah, so that opened the floodgates. Yeah, so so He Man's <laughs> kind of the reason we got all this other cool shit, I guess. Um, but then, um, so what were some of the other ones you remember? Because I remember from from the eighties um, side of toys, I had a lot of them. So I had He Man, I had Thundercats, I had <laughs> fucking Mask, I had all sorts of stuff. But it's mainly because. I was watching reruns or had VHS or like my uncle would have had them when he was a kid and I'd seen them and he still had them and I took them away and oh yeah or from car boot sales as we were saying before um a while ago we were saying uh we've got most of our shit from car boot sales in the UK like well this was the fun thing about like the UK sort of thing is because either these a lot of these cartoons were delayed in broadcasting getting here or eventually like as you said reruns and it got to the point where the toys were in car boot sales, were in these second-hand market type things where it was just sort of like... I mean, I, I, well, I, I told you a story earlier in the week where I, I'd picked up a, a weird skeleton monster plastic toy from a car boot sale. Yes. And it skeleton. wasn't until I don't... Yeah, and I don't. I have no idea how long afterwards, but then I've then watching one of these cartoon hours... Well, cartoon hours or whatever on television, it was like skeleton warriors. It was like, what the f*** is this? Yeah, give me that. Give me more of that. <laughs> Heavy metal and skeleton guys with swords and axes. Like, give me some of that. So cool. You can see how it's easily yeah. sold, though, can't you? Because you just see this. I mean, you react to the toy as a kid. You go, so you're walking along a car boot sale. For the, for any Americans listening, this that's a like a yard sale, I guess. I don't know what you call Where everyone it. Everyone drives their cars into a random field in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and slogs their their old shit. Sell their old shit out of the out of the um so it's trunk of their car. Sorry, like a tr- yeah. like a so trunk. Uh, whatever. Yeah. So instead of you going it's, to, it's, it's a yard sale basically. Yeah, basically yeah. a yard sale. But it's a yard but sale where every collective the yard massive sale. yard. Everyone's in the same it's, massive yard. It's a yard sale where everyone has <laughs> yeah. to travel there. Everyone, yeah. the sellers and the buyers. Everyone yeah. has to get there. Like a swap meet, I guess. I do miss a car boot. Oh. I got a, I got a copy of Resident Evil Zero from there once. <laughs> See. Gold. You get gold. Yeah, Resident Evil Zero on PS1. It's got, yeah, it was amazing. But yeah, no, before we go on to other specific ones as well, I wanted to, you said about metal, right? Yeah. I want to say about the, the, the theme tunes of these ones, yeah? Yeah, mostly written by the same people, aren't they? <laughs> I think <laughs> the same guy wrote it, most of the ones we remember. <laughs> probably. But it was the way as well, so not only, I, well, I think it influenced my personal taste in music and things like... um it's heavier as well, like like He Man, Transformers, and and like later Power Rangers and things were quite metal, and I'm quite into metal now. So Sil- I think it influenced Silverhawks. it as well. Silverhawks <laughs> Silver uh, was so metal; it was the most metal one, but, I think. <laughs> but as well, the way they designed it, they didn't they didn't want these series to be. Oh, I missed an episode. Now I have no idea what's going on. Each of the episodes was standalone, and you could, as a kid. As we said, watch reruns. You could have like episode seven of season four and you'd still completely understand it because the theme tune would mm. tell you about it. It'd be He Man. Oh, He Man's one is a massive example. He just, He Man narrates his own theme song. He's like, I'm He Man. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the power. And then I fight this guy. Oh, no, yeah. He, he names him. He, say, he drops his name. He says, Oh, yeah. So I'm Prince Adam and I become He Man when I lift my sword or. And so he just tells you everything in the theme song in the opening. So you can know everything. Or Thundercats is the other one. Uh, Thundercats, blah, 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 tells you mm-hmm. the whole story of Thundercats in the opening. 
Yeah, so even if you haven't watched the episode yet, you yeah. know exactly what you're working with. And then you watch the episode. It doesn't even matter which one it is because you've got no. the origin story and the theme yeah. tune. And then you're like, okay, cool, cat with a sword, you know, <laughs> Thundercats yeah. go, everyone fucks shit up, cool. <laughs> I think later ones also worked out that you didn't have to give the entire story. So like I said, Thundercats and He-Man were of the very early ones, right? Yeah. So they told you the entire story in the opening. Later ones, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or or Power Rangers, and it's not cartoon, but Power Rangers, those two are later, and they just introduce the characters. They'll tell you who the characters are. They won't tell you the overarching storyline, but you'll just be shown either in visually, here is this person who is th- this character, <laughs> and shows a, a, a quick clip of who they are as a personality sort of thing. Yeah, and I know I know for um, for Turtles there was a big reason for that. I mean, with He-Man, you're trying to sell this buff dude, so you're like, okay, what does he do? What's his <laughs> deal, right? So you go, well, yeah. I need to fucking explain why he's got a big sword and why he never wears a shirt or something. Um, but with Turtles, it wasn't so much the backstory. It was like, here are four identical Turtles. I have to give them different personalities, <laughs> different names, different colours, different weapons, so that you want to buy them all. That was the message there. It was a group of things. So you're not trying to like sell like one turtle you're trying to sell four so i don't think you could really explain four backstories or four individual <laughs> kind of character stories in a theme tune so i guess it changed from there when it started getting bigger and bigger groups you know like you you you're kind of just trying to sell their their image rather exactly, than yeah. the story at that point because at that point i think everyone was just like yeah i just want something that looks cool you know yeah no no this is the leader this is the rebel this is the prankster and this is the smart one which it, you, talk, you talk about music with with turtles. Um, my favorite bit of um, information for that is Chuck Law, who mm-hmm. uh, came up with the old Big Bang mm-hmm. Theory and Two and a Half Men and all that. He wrote the theme tune for the Turtles cartoon. Oh shit! It? Yeah, no. <laughs> and That's and cool. he, uh, I think he even like his voice was in it as well. I think he said a few lines or something. You know, when it's like um, <laughs> "That's radical" or whatever in the background. That's it. That's his yeah. voice. So. Oh damn. Oh shit! Yeah, so that was that was kind of his, I guess, one of his early big breaks was uh, that's well. I had no idea writing theme tunes. I think that's what he wanted to do when he kind of got on the scene. He wanted to write tunes and stuff like jingles, theme tunes, songs, be a songwriter, and then he ended up uh, creating all these cool shows. But yeah, there you go. That's interesting. The only music one for Turtles that I uh, I remember is that um, what was it? The you're going to say Vanilla Ice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're going to save their eyes. <laughs> no, the Turtle Power one. Partners in Crime. Yes, I know. Yeah, the, Turtle Power from the... Yeah, Yeah, no, you know, the, where they actually spell out T-U-R-T-L-T, yeah? Yeah. They say Raphael's the leader of the group. Well, he is, isn't he? Leonardo's. Well, he's not, though. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the coolest one in the group. No, no, no. So. He, he, he's, 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 the, he's the cool guy. He's the... Well, no, he's, he's the... Uh, He's the rough one and the and the rebel, but well, if you think about he's, it, he's the leader because Leonardo tells everyone what to do. Raphael refuses, does his own thing, and they're <laughs> following him anyway. And so. they have and they have to and they have to rescue him from whatever bullshit thing he went on. Yeah, so he's kind of leading them into probably a shit show, but he's a leader in a way. <laughs> okay, so we we are deep into TMNT now. We might as well which, just talk about TMNT then. Yeah. So yeah. all right, no, for a start though, it wasn't TMNT for me when I was a kid. No. It was TMHT. Because oh, yes, our of poor, course. Because our poor, innocent UK child that I was 
you can't use ninja to me. That's violent, and yeah. I, I, I'll get violent. So we have to call them Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. See, I never my, remember that. My, because... sensi- my sensitive mind won't remember and all that crap. Yeah, we're not allowed to say ninja. We have to have cardboard toys. <laughs> can't say ninja. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because uh, they terribly dubbed over the theme tune. Have you ever w- listened to the comparisons of the two? Uh, do you know what? I don't really no. remember the the hero. Because they theme. did no, they literally did everything they could to change it to Hero Turtles for us over here. Yeah. So well, they did I, it for- I remember having the toys. Um, mm-hmm. My uncle went over to the states when they were like just just mm-hmm. come out, and he brought some back. Yeah. Um, obviously, they said ninja on them, so I, that's, yeah, they would have done. Yeah, that's what I remember. But now I do. Yeah, as you say, I do remember the merchandise and all the marketing that you bumped into did have heroes, the, didn't it? Yeah. Yep. Even the theme tune was dubbed over to be very awkwardly like Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. <laughs> Not that badly done, but it was just sort of pretty badly. <laughs> e- even when I was a child, I noticed something was off, even if I didn't have access to the internet to be able to Google what the f- what. Why was there that weird? That didn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, we'll start with the, the T-M-H-T then. <laughs> no, 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 we're, we're allowed mutant. to call it now because they realised that... I don't fucking you know. They realise people know what the, well, the internet now happens. and I don't know, maybe the government stopped being a granny state or whatever people moan about sometimes. Because the government just gave up and was like... Mary fucking White House. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, for those who don't know um, too much about uh, Ninja Turtles, Hero Turtles, whatever you want to call them, just turtles, um, it it was originally. So this one was. This is this is going off. Some of these we say they're toys, and then they become cartoons. Some of these aren't. Mm-hmm. But we're sort of talking about the the fact that this kickstarted the craze for the toys. So not necessarily everything came from you know this toy concept in, and then a cartoon as a commercial, but definitely. Uh, He-Man and Star Wars and that sort of toy craze at the time made it so that yeah. other properties were jumping on the bandwagon. So that's why we're going to cover some of these that aren't quite, you know, the same as He-Man. Yeah, and th- and this one's an interesting example as well because one the, the reason we're bringing bringing this one in as well is because it was a big one, but yes, it comes from a source material, but it is it's changed where it came from so much so that now the source material's been warped so much it now is what they turned it into, isn't it? Yeah. As we'll go into, yeah. Mm. This is the thing, it's like um, they they want to sell this toy, so the source material's not necessarily kid-friendly or attractive in the toy market, <laughs> so, they, they, so they, they warp it quite a lot, and there's some few things we'll mention, I expect, <laughs> later that, that are similar to that. But anyway, to start, starts from the beginning, it, it was a comic, and everything seems to come back to comics on this podcast, as that's our sort of uh, theme, like I guess. It's in the name. It's in the name. It's, it's the themes, what we have in common. Um, it's where we all know each other from, so from comics, so from our love from comics. So anyway. Um, oh, yeah. It was created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. So two guys, uh, 1984, having a laugh, trying to hit it big and... Um, you know, get signed on as comic creators for DC or Marvel or whoever will take them. No, no one really wants them. No one's really that interested. I think they had a comic series at the time and it was, it was okay. Um, anyway, so they're just goofing around and they come up with this like Ninja Turtle idea, like Toad with nunchucks or whatever. Both thought it was hilarious. They're just taking the piss. And then, um, 
they created this comic and what they wanted to do was sort of base their love of um marvel comics uh daredevil and frank miller's ronin they brought a lot of that uh concept into their story but they made it with these big weird looking mutant turtle guys they added the teenage part on just to make it even weirder i guess so that's where it came from um Mm -hmm. has anyone read it has anyone did any of you read the originals no i didn't but i have read like some of the original stuff since after like being older and then looking back on my nostalgia for the for the show sort of thing and the and the toys and things i have picked it up and just when when you get told that something you liked as a kid was based on something that was totally different from even further back, I got curious. So I did a bit, and it is yeah. very I think I, different. I caught a couple of. I, I went back and read uh, the like the first couple of issues or so. I don't know how many issues they put out. I think they pumped out quite a few at the, at the start, but uh, I just remember going back and just checking it out. And it's true; it, it does have a lot of the same. Um, kind of themes as Daredevil. I mean, it, they wanted to kind of make it similar in storyline, I guess, because that's what they loved. And it was a parody of superheroes. It was their sort mm-hmm. of like sticking their fingers up at the, the companies that wouldn't give them jobs, I guess. <laughs> um, so anyway, move move forward from the comic and get onto the toys. No, no, yeah, actually, you know, you said about the Daredevil uh, similarities. Yeah. Um, it's in the names. So... Yeah, who 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 is who is the mentor of the turtles? Splinter. Yeah, he's so who's the, who's the mentor of Daredevil? Stick. <laughs> who, who's the e- who, who's the evil ninja clan that fights the turtles? The Foot Clan. <laughs> who's the evil ninja clan who fights Daredevil? This, this is this is the thing. It, <laughs> the hand. It, it was literally. It was. It was as simple as that. And they were just like, right, boom, boom. Yeah, sorry. Like, yes. I, I just. I just. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, it's. No, Troy, you were saying that like, how it was sort of, it very much was Daredevil, and you just lay these things out, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. no, it's, it, it it's is. It's crazy, it's crazy. But yeah, beat for beat, Sorry, it yeah. kind of ripped off Daredevil and <laughs> shit that they were really into, you know, and uh, came up with this fucking weird concept. Right, so fast forward, hmm. let's, let's sell it as a toy range. How are we going to do that? Nobody wants weird looking mutant turtle like that's that's a bit of a far-fetched thing even though <laughs> even though to be fair at the same time there was some really fucking weird shit out there i mean he-man with a giant tiger Super and weird. you know all that kind of stuff there was already weird shit but anyway a turtle was apparently too far-fetched so in walks a bloke called mark friedman and he says i'll i'll sell it i'll get it sorted give me the licensing and i'll i'll, I'll get the deal done um so every, everybody turned it down nobody gave a shit uh, Playmates jumps in. They've never done an f- action figure line. They were doing like dolls, or a Japanese company. They were doing like baby toys and whatnot, like literal baby dollies <laughs> and whatever for, for kids. Oh, okay. Um, so they were like, yeah, we'll have a punt at that. We'll make some action figures. And it's, they smashed it. It was obviously huge. Um, few things, uh, to mention that I found funny was they had to remove the tail because it looked very phallic. Thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> so, like, yeah. because they had the little tails in the comics, but it was dangling down on the toys. They thought, ah, oh, we can't put that out there for kids. <laughs> so they chopped that <laughs> off. Jesus um, Christ! And yeah, that was it. That's all. That's all. All you need to know, really, um, to to get an idea of where it came from. But this was a comic that it was black yeah. and white. These characters had 
um, the same mask, the same outfit, everything. Eastman and Laird decided they needed to change them up with the weapons because you needed to know who was who. Then they gave them all the, the names from their favorite um, Renaissance painters or whatever. So Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello, Leonardo. Mm-hmm. But how do you know who's who? So we give them that, you know, Leonardo's got the swords, Donatello has the bow staff, Michelangelo, the nunchucks, and Raphael, the side blades, right? Mm-hmm. So in walks the freaking toy company and they're like, well, we can't sell these toys with the same outfit because it's the same figure. So we need to color code them. That's where they... That's where the colours came from. I think yeah, originally they were red, but black and yeah, white, no, you no. didn't see anything, did you? It was just... Yeah, as you said, I mean, it was black and white comics, so they didn't have any distinction, but even on the cover, the the um, coloured covers, they were all wearing red bands, like all of them. Yeah, but obviously colours came in because, you know, they needed to give them all an identity and a colour. And it's kind of, it's sort of like the Power Rangers thing, isn't it? Like, you want to collect them all, because they've all got a different colour. Or someone's got their favourite colour, so... You know, my favourite colour's red, so I'm going to buy that one or whatever. So, I guess it was pandering to, to simple things that kids would like, you know, had a favourite colour. Um, yeah, they took quite base colours as well, wasn't it? I mean... Yeah, like primary primary colours, like simple kids, kiddie sort of colours, but... Yeah. Anyway, so then a bunch of deals get made, blah de blah de blah. Um the same designer that designed He Man actually designed the uh sculpture for the toy. Mark Taylor, I think his name was. So They are quite buff turtles. Yeah, they're pretty buff, they yeah. Quite, so they they wanted to, they to sort of retain bulgy that. arms, don't they? Yeah. Um yeah, and then so the cartoon comes out in nineteen eighty seven. So the so the Toys R Us I think wanted to order a bunch of it, but they weren't too sure on it. The cartoon was out, it was doing well. They order six thousand pieces, they sell out. The next order is like fifty thousand pieces. So you can see that you know the cartoon really works. That advertising works. Companies that are like, I don't believe in it, don't want it. Okay, let's uh, let's give the kids a story. Bang, sales happen, and it's just gone like that ever since. For any any property that's out there, it's just been. We've got a movie or a TV show or a game. We want to sell the merch. Well, you need that story. You need you need a reason. I don't think you get toys now that just come out as a toy, do you? Not really, no. It's usually just based on something, unless it's aimed at like really, really young kids. Yeah, I suppose that's an, uh, the the only example, isn't it? Toys that are really yeah. young kids and stuff like that just bring out another, I don't know, doll or a, f- a fairy thing, something random. But most of it's all on a based on a franchise of some sort. Yeah. Um, so yeah, any any other interesting things to mention about Turtles, except for the the fact that Keanu Reeves was going to be Casey Jones in the film, and then he wasn't. Oh yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, they end they're endlessly rebooting it, just like they are. Well, it's like our previous one, He Man, that's being rebooted again for Netflix. Nickelodeon have the full rights for the uh, TMNT, so. They just keep re- rebooting it every few years because why not? And then there's the Michael Bay ones or whatever, but which were obviously obnoxious, but I loved them. I like those <laughs> movies. I was quite a fan of them actually. I really like the She-Ra, the new She-Ra as well. I didn't. I've never. Looked, I've never watched She-Ra or anything. Cool. <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, I, 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 I do want to say that um, you said about um the original creators. Yeah. Uh, you remember, uh, well, Kevin Eastman being one of them. Yeah. One of his other big comic-ish products 
was the Heavy Metal magazine. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh. So that it, 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 if that gets you in the mindset as to where their head was when they were making the original <laughs> comics of TMNT, around <laughs> the same time they were also doing Heavy Metal. <laughs> yeah. that I saw recently that there's there was... Um, I can't remember what it was, but there's a project, a project with Eastman and um, Simon Bisley, and they're they're reprinting a lot of that now in hardcover. Yeah, it, have have you seen Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix? I haven't watched it yet. No. Oh, so good. Uh, that was based on sort of the idea of heavy metal. The idea being a mm. bunch of short stories by different people and different art styles and different. It yeah no, it's Love, Death, and Robots is is the is the more recent version of what heavy metal tried to be. So I think. Decent. No, I know that. I know that's it. That's but that's where the TMNT came from. Was the same minds that did that, and then you think they made a cartoon to sell toys to kids out of that of all things. I know because <laughs> the comic was so dark. It, it wasn't for kids. <laughs> well, it's it's like um, go, winding back to the Daredevil thing. The original origin of the turtles was the ooze that turned them into what they are. Is the same ooze that blinded uh, Daredevil. Yeah, it's a, some sort yeah. of radioactive. Yeah, the, yeah, no. The idea is that the ooze that was dumped and and thing was the same. Was the same. It was they were born in the same accident. If yeah, if they were allowed to say that, but they weren't allowed to say that. So what they <laughs> and it's weird because they killed Shredder in like the first issue <laughs> of the comic, and then the, the TV show like, oh shit, we haven't really got <laughs> we we have nothing on. We killed him <laughs> off. And there's nothing to go on, so they had to like basically recreate his backstory and flesh him out because well. There wasn't really much of a character for him. I mean, yeah, show, showing our label as being a comic-y podcast. I mean, that's that's happened for so many comic villains, though. I mean, if you look at the history of the Joker, he was supposed to be killed by Batman in the first encounter. Yeah. But then they changed their mind. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess it's one of these things. Did you know that Shredder Shredder's look was based on a cheese grater? That's so fucking <laughs> stupid. Makes sense. That yeah. makes so much sense, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently, apparently, Laird thought that uh, a cheese grater in the wrong hands is a deadly weapon. <laughs> that is actually true. I'll give him that. So he kind I of mean, came yeah, up with it's, the, it's... the armor to be all like spiky or grating oh. or whatever. Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, and well, yeah. Before we move on, as well, quickly as well, uh, if you if you remember our uh, last week's one, TMNT are probably one of the most common crossover people. They crossed over with everyone. Yeah, they yeah. do. Like going back to last week, it was the flaming carrot for God's sake. But, yeah, what have they been in recently? Like <laughs> IDW had them, and they were like there was a Batman TMNT. Yeah, surprisingly good as well, wasn't it? Mm. Well, they anim- they animated that. They animated the uh, yeah. the yeah. Batman crossover. They've crossed over with Ghostbusters. They've crossed over with the Power Rangers because they did the Power Rangers recently. Yeah. Yeah, you have yeah. to. <laughs> they just did whatever was in the universe. So I think you know, like they linked everything, like GI Joe and Transformers and all that. I'd think anyway. So oh yeah, they've they've crossed over with most of IDW's kind of license. Savage Dragon mm. and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like, they've uh, different people have published Turtles over the years, haven't they? Mirage, IDW. Seem to be the two. Oh, they were also with Archie mm. comics for a while. Mm, yeah, Archie did a, did a load of stuff. Archie actually. did some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles adventures, and it looks like it was very much based on the cartoon series. So, <laughs> do you know what else? Do you know who? What else Archie comics published? What 
Which segues into Street Sharks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we were wanting to talk about the weird... No, yeah, so basically all of these big companies were jumping on the bandwagon of, okay, we need a cartoon series to sell toys. And then, yeah, subsequently... And then they started ripping each other off. Like you said, like He-Man ripped off Star Wars. <laughs> so TMNT companies went, okay, we've got teenagers, because that's our target audience, but slightly younger as well, actually. But, you know... So, so what we need is a, we'll pick an animal and a thing that's cool with the young kids now. Yeah, what are kids into? Let's mutate the kids into that. You get street sharks come out of it as well. Um, this was 1994, and what turtles came onto TV uh, 1987, so not f- not far far off. And I suppose turtles in the UK as well was more big in the 90s in the early 90s yeah. as well because of you you're know. now getting to the point where tmnt is now on reruns and being popular because of that sort of thing yeah yeah and we're all old enough to kind of like want to buy the toys well for our for our sort of generation anyway um winding up to live action of tmnt as well i think yeah well that was 1990 so it was pretty quick i think no yeah um, but this is what i'm saying we, we, you've had that now and then people are like oh they managed to keep that going for a while let's rip it off yeah, so everyone just wants a piece of that action. So Street Sharks comes along. Um, <laughs> Street Sharks is fucking bonkers. Archie Comics did a three-issue series in 96, which was the first three episodes, but that was much, much later. But from the beginning, Street Sharks um, was... I think someone had pitched this idea who was actually working for a toy company um, and was sketching up his own ideas and at the same time working a day job. And someone saw his concept and was like, yeah, we'll do that. We want that. Let's do that. Some some discussion happened, basically. So Street Sharks, again, was teenagers mutated into sharks. The idea being that kids really like sharks. And it was true. The research that they did at the time was that in all of the libraries, the books that were out the longest were shark books, books about sharks. So they figured young kids, they really are fascinated by sharks. So if we mutate some teenagers into sharks, boom, we've got the next Ninja Turtles <laughs> on our hands, essentially. That's some strange research. It, it is, isn't it? It's like, you know, what what the kids like. But it's true, that's what they did. That, that was their content. I mean, sort of- we've got shark. I mean, Discovery <laughs> Channel love their shark week every year. So, I mean, it's not like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it works. <laughs> um, so, yeah, these kids mutated into sharks this evil doctor paradigm uh did some experiments <laughs> yeah lovely name he later turns into like uh paranoid or something dr paranoid so based on a piranha if you will um he mutated these kids into these sharks and you had ripster who was a great white shark you had jab who was a hammerhead you had streaks who was a tiger shark because he had you know streaks on his back or whatever <laughs> and then you hear you had Big Slamu, who was a whale shark. Um, and they all, <laughs> I know, random. I'm sure there were some more though. I think when they expanded, there was more because I remember there being like a like a killer whale one, which don't quote me on it, but I think his name was Moby Lick, <laughs> which is Moby up. Lick. That's is it. a good friend of them, and under his mind control, the jets is combined with a killer whale by Doctor Paradigm. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, be like, really? Come on! I know, but I love it. I don't know why, but I love it. There was another one who was. There was <laughs> another one who was done to a bull shark. So no, but this goes back to the whole toy thing, isn't it? Once you sell them the kids' toys, you've sold them the toys. You have to make new characters. You need more. You need keep yeah. putting them out. Go, go, go! 
We need more sharks. <laughs> with more. We need more sharks. And they all had a weird thing they did. So like, like one of them was a boxer, and one of them had roller skates, and they all had their own thing they were into, and what they brought to they're the all, table. They were all they were all jawsome. They were yeah, all jawsome. Right. Jawsome <laughs> was the the tagline. Indeed, amazing. <laughs> and <laughs> but it was all it was so over the top with the shark theme as well. Every episode actually had shark in the title, like every single episode. So like it'd be like a shark to the future. Or whatever, just like really bad puns with, <laughs> with shark in the in the title, and every shark. single episode that ran. <laughs> the, the the first season was only three episodes long, and it had shark bait, shark bite, and shark storm. There you go, and then it it just gets worse from <laughs> there. It just gets shitter and shitter. But uh, what do you mean worse? <laughs> okay, it's awesome. Uh, it's the last awesome. the last the last episode <laughs> was twenty thousand sharks under the sea. Fucking really. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I don't, I don't know why, but I have fond memories. It, it's still. <laughs> why would they call it Twenty Thousand Sharks Under the Sea? It still fits the context if it's Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. I don't. Know. Because <laughs> it had to have shark in the title. I know it had to have shark, but it's just so strange. <laughs> no, yeah. Did uh, the stupid thing they did. <laughs> well, no, I mean, because again, this was solely for the toys, wasn't it? So I say that's the last season of it, yeah. But that's the last season where it was called Street Sharks. There was a season after it mm -hmm. where they changed the group of people to the Dino Avengers, but they kept the shark. They kept yeah. the shark themed title name because That's the episodes. Right. It was ancient shark denauts was one episode, <laughs> and shark pop shark apocalypse now was Jesus another one. <laughs> So bad. Sorry, yeah. So good. Uh, I'm sure Joseph Conrad would love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. that that's uh, uh, fucking all I got to say on Street Sharks. Just but I loved it. I loved it. I remembered it at the time. And uh, again, I think I must have. Uh, I think I had my, me and my brother had one or two or something, but um, from somewhere. And it's I just, just love that they came in shark cages as well when they bought yeah. them. Yeah, like the packages. Was, was cool. Yeah, the box was a cage. That's cool. You don't you, but, you don't even yeah. get that sort of attention and detail nowadays. Everything no. is cheap, cheap, cheap. Whereas back then they were like, it has to come in a shark cage mm. as the packaging, you know? Yeah, you gotta spend like hundred quid, hundred dollars on something to actually like get anything cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't know so, how they did it back then, but they were a lot cheaper and a lot cooler. But yeah. And you had more <laughs> shit as well. Yeah, accessories were great. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, they, they were just trying to extend this series beyond its own thing to sell more stuff. So they combined it with the uh, the Dino Ventures to become Dino Ventures featuring Street Sharks. And yeah, <laughs> and it 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 just shows how much it was toy first. Like, as you said, like you had the main four sh sharks, but now we're in we're a few seasons in or a few episodes in. How the hell that all the kids have already bought all the bloody sharks? All right, bring in the killer whale shark. Bring bring in the bull shark. <laughs> Make more sharks. <laughs> and there was a weird um, uh, crustacean as well that apparently had the DNA of um, Genghis Khan in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why didn't I pay attention to this when I was a kid? <laughs> it was a weird like. Oh, it was it like a, a robot crustacean bike thing. Okay. That, yeah. All right. Uh, from what I found here, they were part of the antagonists called the Seaviants, were a group of mutants created, uh, sea, sea creatures created by Dr. Paradigm, 
Uh, one of them was Slobster, an anthropomorphic monster created by injecting a lobster with the DNA of Genghis Khan and Thomas Blood. There you go. Because uh, <laughs> why not? Don't worry, they reused the Genghis Khan blood and Thomas Blood as well, because they had Slash, who was a swordfish injected with the DNA of Genghis Khan and, Tom- and Thomas Blood, and thus became an anthropomorphic fish with a drill bit for its nose. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I just want to mention a couple more things. Masterful. Masterful. <laughs> Very masterful. I just want to mention a couple more things about Street Sharks before I jump, jump onto the next thing, um, so that we don't, so we're not here for hours. Uh, no, no, no. no. Not, not that we can't go for hours on whatever. I'm just laughing our fucking ass <laughs> off reading the names. Yeah. Um, Sorry, yeah. One oh. thing I had to mention, which I thought was fucking crazy, was, so, before these shark toys became what they were, the what we remember, they actually started mm-hmm. out as like a, a hand shark puppet, so a, like a hand puppet of a shark called hand shark and there was tv adverts made for these like this is pre um street sharks cartoon and they they hired someone i know what you're gonna say sorry yeah no i know i know i know this one no go go on go on on. i love this one (laughs) they hired someone they found someone who fit the bill they wanted this buff dude in a (laughs) sleeveless um like leather waistcoat um who was a who was a bit of a sort of rougher kind of guy to like sell this metal as fuck shark puppet thing, right? So they find this guy, and this is before he's famous, and it's Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, yeah. oh shit, oh fuck, yeah. Vin Diesel's claim to like his his fucking his start in uh, Hollywood was making street shark adverts, selling hand puppets that are sharks. See, I thought my cool fact, <clears throat> I thought my cool fact about um. Vin Diesel being the voice of Iron Giant was cool, but that is much better. <laughs> it's a fantastic video. It is fantastic. <laughs> sorry, they Not even sorry. had he even had a fin on the back of his jacket as well. It was just crazy. Oh, if you if you if you go on YouTube and look for Vin Diesel hand shark, it's well worth a watch. That's all I can say. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that before I jump over to um, the next one I wanted to mention. Um, before I do that, though, just quickly, there is, apparently, there's this um, TV tome, which was like uh, the Wikipedia of, like, TV shows. I don't know when this mm-hmm. was. A, a good while ago. This guy, Jordan uh, Jordan Minor, or whatever, made up a fake history of Street Sharks. He trolled it hard. So he wrote in... You know, you right. can update Wikipedia with facts and stuff. So on TV tome, he wrote in that there was a the female... Um, shark characters in it that there was a live action film and a bunch <laughs> of other bullshit facts um, and there are people to this day who believe that they remember they've seen the film and they believe so that they had so the characters that he made up these these like female sharks so it's the Mandela effect isn't it yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I definitely remember that <clears throat> definitely happened no it fucking didn't it really didn't but yeah, they'd, they'd read it on there I guess and then Convince themselves, but <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> really interesting, which made it really difficult for me to find some uh, some information. On. Shit. Anyway, so moving over to Biker Mice from Mars, uh, the, another the... fucking you know teenagers mutated into pretty, well, pretty clear ripoff. Well, yeah. yeah, no, they're not, but they are really, aren't they? They they are, but they aren't. I mean, these ones yeah. are actually they're they're Martians. They're they're, they're actually you know, aliens. Yeah, 
they're they're suggesting that uh, on Mars there are a bunch of different species, and one of them are like humanoid mice. So yeah, just a TV show, nineteen ninety three. Um, again, well, I guess it was toy to cartoon vibes. Mm-hmm. Vinny, Throttle, and Modo, these three mice, they're bikers. They're fucking weird looking. Um, they're cool as hell. One's got a big metal arm. They're cyberpunk, aren't they? Oh, it's so, so, so cool. I really was into it because like, there was a Super Nintendo game, and I remember playing that, and I think that's when I first saw it. And then I found out it was a cartoon. I was like, I've got to watch this. And then when I saw the toys, it blew me away because now you had toys with motorcycles, like vehicle play sets that came with them. Like, you didn't have, you know... But this, you could this, buy them together, you could buy them separately or whatever, but... Exactly, as you said, this this was one of those ones where it was across all of the multimedia things. I mean, this was... Uh, one of the executive producers was Stan Lee. This was a Marvel Productions thing from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it was, because so, uh, this... So, so this is technically Disney canon, if you think about it, because this was Mar- Marvel Studios who changed the name to New World Animation. Then mm-hmm. they ended up being at Fox or something. Um, and then Disney bought Fox, as we know. Mm-hmm. So they're technically Disney canon. Yeah. How about that? Vinny <laughs> v- Vinny of the Biker Mice from Mars is Disney Princess confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marvel did did uh, three issues um, in comic as well. So that was that mm-hmm. was another one. That was a comic. Three. It seemed to be three issues and gets cancelled. Seems to be the theme. But then they rebooted it in two thousand and six, and I think it, it might have got a longer stint. I think, but. Well, yeah, it was it was one of these things, as you said. It's not quite teenagers mutated into thing, but it, it fits the same thing. It's anthropomorphic animal, uh, something we think is cool for the kids. So in this case, it's mice, motorcycles. <laughs> exactly. Anything like that for me, I don't know about you guys, but I was really into that kind of stuff. I wanted the mutants. Those were my preferred action figures. If they, if they were like gnarly looking, big teeth or, you know... Just, just something out of the ordinary. I wanted that. It was also good for for um, uh, taxes. Uh, I remember weirdly, uh, I did business studies years ago, and being the nerd I was, uh, when we had a project to look into weird, weird and wonderful um, legal cases, uh, the UK people people might know about the um, good old Jaffa cake argument as whether it's a cake or a biscuit. Um, but in the toy world, it was Marvel claiming that uh, they weren't humanoids, so they shouldn't be taxed. Mutants. Um, yeah, makes sense. I remember uh, that. It, uh, yeah, the legal case basically Marvel won because mutants aren't human. Does that I mean that is, I can write to HMRC and say that I'm not human so that you're going to Well, they've since changed the tax laws, and I think it would only mean when shipping yourself as a toy, you don't get taxed. <laughs> But <laughs> but no, for a while, shipping to, uh, Marvel shipping uh, mutant-based toys into the UK didn't have to pay tax because it was an animal, not a human. Perfect. Which goes against the themes of the comics and cartoons, but... So wild. <laughs> but no. All these fucking laws made to make money. So this is why I wonder as well why they're all anthropomorphic as well. Did someone, someone also realise, no, no, you've got to make an animal so you can get past the taxes. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to pay... We're not pay for those stupid human toys. But as you said, they just got cooler designs as well. Yeah. And you can do a lot with them, you know. Oh yeah. In terms of design and accessories and stories as well, making them, you know, mutated into something makes it more interesting, I think. Yeah, if they're way. already mutated or already got a metal arm in the case of like some of well, like like by 
uh, biker mice from Mars, for example, because uh, two two of the main three are quite heavily cyber augmented sort of thing. So you could quite easily, like in in a season two, if you get that far, he gets a new arm. So you need a new toy, kids. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they, but they they did that though as well. Yeah. Like, oh, episode yeah. where they had to go and do, I don't know, some some other activity. They'd sell you though, you know, like uh, the turtles did it a lot. Where it was like, okay, here's this, this is when they went surfing. So they were in their surfing outfits. This is when they played baseball. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. so I, like, you can make a toy for it. Do I fucking need it? No. Do I want it for some reason? Yes. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the it's the South Park episode. It's the it's the Chin Pokemon episode. Of South Park. Yeah, Chin Pokemon. So yeah, good. and they just sell a toy just called Shoe, but because they're selling it, you want yeah, to buy like, it. Yeah, like I have to I have to buy them all. Oh, Got to collect yeah. them all. <laughs> exactly. Got to catch them all. I'll buy the fucking shoe. This, that's the thing with Pokemon as well. Like, they've got the the worst yeah. fucking shittest Pokemon. You have to have to collect yeah. the whole thing but because the, but because the tagline yeah but because that tagline is so fucking uh, good yeah you're like I need this uh, I need a Weedle card I'll trade you but not not yeah. that you do or I need this I need this new yeah I need this new Pokemon that's literally just like a book but or a tip no the, the, well the new one was in England so well the new game was set in the UK so they were like, okay we need a teapot. So they made a teapot Pokemon. There is a teapot <laughs> yeah. Pokemon. There is a. It's just a floating teapot and an ice cream. They've got an ice cream. As <laughs> oh, well. and a fucking ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking fire hydrant. I don't know. Jesus Christ! The lid of a trash can just goes on and on, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Fuck. So <laughs> anyway, so moving moving away from animals now, we're moving on to robots. So again, the best stuff that you know, came from a toy to a cartoon. Um, the, the sort of format goes on, but it's not necessarily all just now to sell a toy. Mm. Um, so you get Power Rangers as well, we wanted to talk about. Steve's yeah. going to talk about that. Um, uh-huh. I know little about Power Rangers, except for the fact that I had to have the Green Ranger at all costs. Mm-hmm. That's all I really remember. Mm-hmm. Is like, well, That's yeah, mine. Uh, yeah, come on, he was the best. Like, I had three brothers and everybody was fighting over who their favourite Power Ranger was. And um, <laughs> I got the short straw because I was the sort of like middle child. So I, I was stuck with the Blue Ranger for so long. And and then find uh, out there's a Green Ranger. I'm like, <laughs> fuck that, you dibs the Red Ranger. So Green Ranger's fine. <laughs> so I've just elevated. <laughs> we all know Green is the coolest as yeah. well. It was, so, it was so cool. But anyway, Steve, tell us about Power Rangers. Right, no, so this is an odd one because it's a similar ballpark to, I think anyway, to TMNT sort of thing. Because what we know as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, as a lot of people now know and do know, is it comes from the Japanese Super Sentai series, right? Yes. But the Super Sentai series was a lot older as well. And what does Super Sentai mean for people who don't don't Um, know? It's generally translated as like Super Squadron series. Super Team. It's basically just Super Team, because it's a massive (laughs) franchise where they can change the characters, change the team over generations sort of thing, right? This started in the 70s, the original one, yeah? The first one. Mighty Morphing Power Rangers is based off of, I don't even know what number of it, but the one that doesn't start until 92. So you are talking that there's like 15 Super Sentai series before it, before um, they get their hands on it, yeah? Yeah. And they just take the fight scenes, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember this. Yeah, they yeah they didn't actually um, they didn't none of film the any of the fight scenes, did they? They none just the chopped scene. them in. The, yeah. None of the plot from yeah. the original Sentai series was used because, as I said, 
they didn't get to it until about 15 series in. <laughs> so they're not <laughs> catching up 15 series. They don't give a shit. So they just take the fight scenes, write their own backstory, and that's it. So instead of um, the Kuriyo Sentai Suryanja, so the, the first series that they nick from, which is, as I said, the, like in 92, in the Japanese it's... Um, Oh, we've collected heroes and we've taken a hero from each of these ancient clans to form a super team. But no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're selling, we're in the business of selling toys, motherfucker. We need teenagers. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> so they American put them in high school. schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's American high schoolers who have to fight and use the fight scenes from this Japanese TV show. It works though seamlessly, even though it's a strange concept to yeah. be like, okay react yeah, but, to these monsters but does it, it does, well watching it back i mean the acting was so terrible you couldn't tell that they were struggling <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> like to, to be fair to them it's a hard job to say react to this these monsters that aren't there because we're going to just cut in some old <laughs> japanese stuff later on which you'd think would would hinder their performance but they weren't fucking very good anyway so you didn't notice <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you take true. what they adapted to it you take Rita Repulsa, for example, yeah? Her backstory is that she was imprisoned in a space dumpster <laughs> by Zord. This is the Power Rangers backstory, that yeah. an evil witch was put in a space dumpster and thrown away. That's so mad. That's your main villain. Classic space but dumpster. But it's only to sell, as I said, it's only to sell toys. But the brilliant thing with like this and Transformers and things is because you've already got the starting toys. The Japanese are already making them. So yeah. you just nick yeah. you just nick the the schematics for it and just sell it. You just change the story. Yeah, no. So Mike Morty from Power Rangers just it was uh, t again they took the classic of this theme tune tells you what's going on. Yeah. Zordon instead, not the not the main character doing the voiceover like we said with He Man. Zordon is like, oh, he turns around to his little ro <laughs> his little robot fell out for five. The world is in danger. Collect me five yeah. teenagers with attitude. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait no yeah wait, hold on. yeah five then then they added another layer um <laughs> collect me teenagers with attitude and just introduce again introducing it because then the plot does the overarching plot doesn't fucking matter because you've now been told the plot that the world is in danger the witch escaped go go power rangers <laughs> and then roll out just this heavy metal theme tune that just oh, the the metal theme tune oh i love it but yeah, you get that buzz. You're like, I want to buy something <laughs> now. Where it gets really heavy for toys in mind is 1995 with the Mighty Morphing Power Rangers movie. Oh yeah, they that had was very different. So very good. different. It very different because they had no Super Sentai footage, N none. Yeah. And you can tell because the armor's different. It's armor rather than the cloth. <laughs> yeah. it's actually you can see it's padded it's cl it's it's clunkier because one of the things that they didn't they never wanted to film their own fight scenes because it was expensive you had to buy the suits and make the suits and it wasn't until they could con and hire gymnasts and hire gymnasts so they couldn't it wasn't until <laughs> they got enough money to do a film that they could get a budget to make the costumes to throw people around in <laughs> but yeah no so no super sentai footage whatsoever this is why they have uh, the, the new costumes, which... Oh, no. So if we're making the costumes, because we have to do the fight scenes anyway, if we make them slightly different, we can sell new toys. <laughs> so this is why they have the armoured version. But the yeah. bonus thing as well, 
they go on to do because this because they go on to do the ninja rangers so they get new costumes so in this film you get two different sets of costumes for the rangers so two lines of each character gets two figures and you get a new set of zords yeah i remember the figures because they had like the ninja outfit and then you had like the armored version and and (laughs) the difference being that they weren't dinosaurs were they they were animals this time exactly so yeah and this was this is the glorious thing that now being an adult looking back on it i can look at it like you you know as a kid you're being sold to at some level sort of thing but now the movie makes no sense in its own canon for the series right so they go and get their ninja swords yeah Hmm. and then when we go back to the next season of uh, mighty morphing power rangers they get them again so in the mighty morphing power rangers there's two origins for their ninja suits Because they go back to using the Super Sentai series, which had its own origin for the ninja suits and fight scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so complicated. I love The movie is yeah. purely designed because they got enough budget from their overlords to make a movie and make their own thing to make <laughs> multiple sets of the toys. But then they went back to the original going, yeah, but we don't want to film fight scenes. And we can't afford it now because we're serious. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess we have to do the ninja suits again. Yeah, okay. We'll do it's that. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> it's funny because it was literally, we can sell new t- swords, we can sell new costumes and toys. And then it's like, yeah, go back to being fucking lazy about it though. It's cheap. Yeah, we'll go back and we're, we're going to have to redo <laughs> the ninja stuff. <laughs> it's just, uh, oh. it's just, do you know what I loved about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie? Well, everything. Was was that? Oh yeah, everything obviously. But uh, the the bit where is it? I think it's like the opening scene where they're jumping out of the aeroplane and um, like well, I think it's Higher Ground by Stevie Wonder's playing, isn't it? I fucking love that yeah, scene. But, but, and they're jumping out, they're like surfs up and just all the quips. Right, oh, so many quips. Why yeah, are they like snowboarding in the air? Like, <laughs> yeah. why do they need that? <laughs> that's the other thing as well. Okay, yeah. So at the beginning of the film, the big movie villain ivan ooze throws away and captures and and locks away the tv series villains yeah lord zed and rita repulsa yeah mm. ivan ooze yeah. he was yeah. cool so you know how like loads of films nowadays have a mid-credit sequence to link or hints to the next movie yeah yeah like mm. marvel does it a lot the mighty morphing power rangers movie had a mid-credit scene of just explaining that Oh, oh! The, the TV series villains got out of their prison now, and yeah, they're back. <laughs> it's literally Goldar, one of the the, the minions, sitting on yeah. Zed's throne, going, "Ah, oh, I'm the king of the castle now." And Zed and repeat uh, Rita opening a door and going, "No, no, 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 we are still here." And it's like, "Oh, okay." So yeah, obviously the series will continue. <laughs> Just to remind so, yeah. you, we're still carrying on. Lord Zed was so cool. <laughs> yeah, a mid-credit sequence of not hinting at the next movie, just hinting that no, we're going to continue doing the TV series, <laughs> and please, just yeah, no, everything's back to normal. <laughs> oh, and and talking about the horrible, horrible mess that is the overlords of Walt Disney. Guess who? Who? Because it was a Fox production. It was distributed by Fox. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, so that yeah. is also <laughs> the Pink Ranger and the Yellow Ranger. No, Disney princesses. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Oh no, no, Power yeah, no. Rangers and um, Biker Mice from Mars crossover. Ah, uh, no. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. So, and but it's all to sell toys. But it's the awkward thing as well. So it's um, so it was based on the Super Sentai series, right? Yeah. So there yeah. are Japanese versions of these characters. Yeah. So you got the yep. black, red, pink, blue, yellow ranger. Yeah. Uh, green mm-hmm. then white. <laughs> the, 
they made changes to all of them really because they were all used to be japanese people for a start you didn't you, you didn't have your uh, mm. awkwardly <laughs> uh, awkwardly assigned colors to certain races of the rangers which they change later because they realize that's probably not a good yeah, idea. Thank probably goodness. probably yeah, not good making was, was probably not good making her of all people the yellow ranger and him the black one. Probably <laughs> yeah. a bad call. But also the fight scenes of the yellow rangers specifically, as I said they nicked the uh, fight scenes from the Super Sentai series. The yellow ranger scenes might have confused young children because the yellow ranger has a bulb. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, the bulge the super the the super the super bulge. sentai yellow ranger was a bloke the yellow yeah. ranger in but well, power rangers wasn't <laughs> single-handedly responsible for my confused sexuality <laughs> <laughs> <No joke. laughs> so yeah this is why i this is why the pink ranger has a little skirt but the yellow ranger doesn't and no one notices though like Without telling people that, how many people can honestly say they remembered, like they've noticed that shit? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if you Perfect. if we did a poll, like we should probably ask, we should probably chuck it on Instagram and ask. <laughs> did you know that the Leo Ranger was a dude? Yeah, <laughs> in the fight like, scene, in, suddenly grew a penis. <laughs> yeah, how it's many, fighting time. The ones that say they did notice, uh, we block them because they're obviously yeah. <laughs> <Yellow> <laughs> like obviously you weren't looking at the fight scenes, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's morphing time. Uh, no, that's very different. <laughs> very progressive of them. Very progressive of them. Yeah, ahead of its no, time, man. That's ahead that's of its that's, time. that's horrible. I'm sorry. No, yeah, no. Didn't so it, 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 the, I think they also figured over at the Power Rangers people that they were on a gold mine. As I said, it was set. It was based on Super Sentai thing, something that the the Japanese had been pumping out since the seventies. So they had, by the time they started Power Rangers, like a decade and a half worth of TV series. If they wanted to go back to them, yeah, they haven't because the Japanese keep making them. Every time <laughs> you get a new Power Rangers, it's based on another new Sentai series, right? So Mighty yeah. Morphing Power Rangers and Mighty Morphing Alien Rangers were set were based upon three different... Uh, the, th the first three seasons of Mighty Morphing Power Rangers and the Mighty Morphing Alien Rangers were based on three different Super Sentai series, right? Power Rangers Zero, Zeo, Power Rangers Turbo, Power Rangers in Space, Power Rangers blah, 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 up until um, uh, Power Rangers Ninja Storm and Power Rangers Super Ninja Storm in 2016 or whatever. All of them have been based on Super Sentai series. The I, I they skipped the train one. I say that if anyone wants to look it up, a Super Sentai series where they based it around trains. Uh, they didn't make that into a, they didn't make that into a Power Rangers series. <laughs> but whoever they bought the rights to it, and I think they've done quite well out of it because, as you said, if you look, Power Rangers kept going. I mean, it. I don't think they've got one at the moment. Uh, oh no, no wait. Later adapted into Power Rangers Dino Fury, right? All right, so they skipped the train one. Then they skipped three different Sentai series, then went back to it with Dino Fury. So yeah, the they've got the, the right... Dino thing comes up a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. And they just keep going with it because they can. It's because they have the rights to it and they can reuse it and redo it. And they've got so many toys. It's like, oh my God, we've got new toys. Every couple of years, there's a different Sentai series with a brand new set of rangers. Well, we can call them rangers and we can call them zords for... I don't actually know the Super Sentai term for the zords quite may well be the same well i think the, the zords they, they were just um 
I mean, they come from... Max would know more about where the, the sort of Japanese side of it, but you know the Spider-Man series? They, there was a guy who made the sort of transforming robots. They they yes. came up with Zord in the US because they wanted something that was like uh, a, a better name than robot. Something yes. different, basically. And I, th- I can't remember what, it, what the Z came from, but it was like... No, I can't remember what it came from. But yeah, Zord was made up, basically, to make it sound cooler and different and separate it. Considering you bring up the original Power Rangers, uh, the, 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 the Power Rangers Spider-Man link, that's where Super Sentai comes from. Uh, if you remember the Japanese Spider-Man one, yeah, remember the Japanese Spider-Man series, that, that yeah. was a licensing for them to make a TV series to sell Toei to sell it to the Japanese market. They made that. Then they lost the rights to do S- Spider-Man. So then they were like, hmm, damn, we have nothing to sell to do that now. We can make our own. So Mighty Morphing Power Rangers, you, that you can thank the weird Spider-Man series for Mighty Morphing Power Rangers happening like a <laughs> yeah. couple decades later. And like the the name Power Rangers as well. I remember um, reading that it came up with the name Power Rangers because kids loved the word power. Apparently, and that came mm-hmm. that came al- along with um, He-Man as well. It's I have the power. Yeah. It's all about having the power yeah. to to role play. Yeah. with these characters so they're like power rangers because it was called something out something something ranger that sounded odd well it, it, um, you, it it's the it's the power fantasy thing it's like you bring up he-man like he-man he changed because of a magic sword yeah he, he wasn't some kind of power it, or it's force, a power so. fantasy it's like oh you too could be the the hero yeah as long as like Br- prince adam becomes he-man because of the magic sword the power rangers become power rangers because of power coins crystals whatever the series calls for <laughs> yeah and then you got to add the mighty morphin bit because kids are responding to teenage mutant ninja turtles and yeah you need like the four the, you need four. masters of yeah. the universe you need like mm. mighty need, morphin yeah. <laughs> it's got to be something to go on it yeah. to recognize it because they're like oh that's mm-hmm. part of this world and robots sell robots are crazy and they sell if you ever want some power rangers nostalgia bullshit um I recommend there is a. They recently did it. I don't know how long ago they did it. I think they did it a couple of years ago, where it was like the 25th anniversary of Power Rangers. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and you know the guy who plays the Green Ranger. Oh J- yeah, What's Jason he? Frank. Oh, he's in Jason yeah, Frank. He, kept, he, yeah. he actually went into mixed martial arts, so he kept it up. He kept fighting. Yeah, I was gonna say he had about three or four fights. But he also he? never left the franchise. He's been no, consistently yeah, he's still going. He's still he's going as part of it. Of it. Yeah, so. What I recommend is if people want a little nostalgia laugh, look up Tommy versus Evil Tommy on like the Nickelodeon Wikipedia, and you can literally see mm. James David Frank going between all of his Power Rangers outfit he's ever worn, fighting a robot version of himself. Yeah, I have <laughs> seen that actually. It's, really it's just cool. hilarious. It's just him going through all of the costumes, so and it's like I don't know, like he was the black ranger or something so it's like it's not until towards the end of the fight where he suddenly changes like like going into the white ranger i'm like <gasps> oh my god and then it's like oh no no, no. like <laughs> yeah he, he was green, a, he was like, a green white he was a black ranger but he was he's also been the green red white ranger. he's been the red ranger he's been the and then gold ranger so the black suit i think that you can see there is actually a gold ranger yes yeah, because like even though even though it's all black, the gold trim and the gold like shoulder pads was meant to be the Gold Ranger. They didn't go full gold, which I, I think they have done that <laughs> before, but not with him. And I'd no, love to no, see yeah, a full he, gold uh, ranger with <laughs> or but, like silver ranger or something. 
also actually he the actor himself also did the promo for the oh, evil for the evil evil range yeah, the the power rangers battle for the grid yeah. evil evil version of tommy oliver the lord draken which is like a cross between the green and white ranger sort of outfit yeah yeah outfit yeah really really cool looking one of the best suit i think there is for power rangers <laughs> what lord draken or or the white yeah definitely oh. definitely the oh the lord, lord draken design oh yeah yeah it's the coolest one i think because it's my my two favorites just combined oh so it is <laughs> it is literally just it is it's 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 the white ranger and the green ranger just sort of combined and just uh it's, it's best mental. of both <laughs> but yeah but yeah so power rangers awesome wicked cool um insane but um robots Robots. That was that was why you know it comes it comes down to with Power Rangers is the robots. Yeah, um, Max Max was going to mention something about um, Gundam. Yeah, like so. Yeah, Gun Gundam. I don't know. I don't know when the f- I mean. I know the first Gundam was like 1979. So I'm pretty sure they would have brought toys out almost that same year. I'm pretty sure. Like so, it's called Gunpla, which basically just means like you know Gundam like plastic. Um, and they were first out in like yeah like nineteen probably the early eighties probably like nineteen eighty or something I can't imagine it being much much longer like much longer after that because as we know everyone likes to merchandise yeah um and yeah just just gunpla is insane there's just so much of it like I I was never a fa- I said I was never a fan of it I could never afford it when I was a kid but like when I got older I've got I've got like fifty like Gundam models now um and what was like unique about it like correct me if i'm wrong i i don't know too much about like history of, of of toys and things like that but it's unique because like you actually have to build it intricately and i think that just makes it so much more fun like because number one it's got the posability and number two you actually make it yourself it's so so cool so once again gundam are just big robots and the toys are big cool robots but what made them cool and set them apart from transformers and pat labor and stuff is the fact that uh, sorry, not Palais, but what set them apart from Transformers is people are actually in them, which obviously you know people love that sort of shit. Yeah, like you, so they they open up and you can jump inside it and control it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're right though when you and say then, about um, so most like the history of this particular toy, I don't think there was anything that I remember being a model kit like that. Like I never yeah. came across any toy where I had to build it like quite like that. It was it's basically a a ready painted model kit i'd say would you what yeah 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 essentially it's 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 as well it's um i think what's amusing with it as well because i've 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 built them and made them it's as you said it's pre-painted i mean you can paint them and make details and stickers and things but it's also it they clip together there's no yes gluing kids can handle that i guess as well there's there's no glue or anything needed Mm mm-hmm like if you want to really get into it like i've got a couple of real grades um and like you can like shave them down and like you can get the pens and stuff. I used to use the pens to like highlight the like well, the little highlights and things like that and just make it look like, oh, they're so cool. And then once again, that's another marketing tool. They all have one model, but they'll have five different grades for it. So they'll have like entry grade and they'll have real grade and they'll have metal grade and they'll have like all these different grades of exactly the fucking same model. But it just depends how real you want to you want it to look and how much money you want to spend on it and i just think that is just a genius marketing the the it's it's also the size as well because it's a scale thing like master grade yeah, is one yeah. one 100 and yeah uh, the one you mentioned real grade is one 144 i think yeah mm-hmm. 
I'm guessing they had um, like modular parts you could buy separately as well, like kit bashing as well. Yes, yeah. Well, mm, not n- not, f- not necessarily, mm. but there are like gunpla, like you third know, party stuff, editors and yeah. stuff that do crazy shit with them. Yeah, and then obviously you can get busts. You can get busts that you build as well that are like one one five. <laughs> like they're just like the scale is ridiculous. Like they're huge and it's oh, they're glorious. But once again, yeah, just incredible marketing. I think it was it was Bandai who did Gundam. I'm pretty sure. So was was the Gundam had anything to do with a cartoon or a show or? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So it so it's it came out it literally just just like um, Gundam, uh, well, Mobile mm-hmm. Suit Gundam in like 1979, um, and then they made the toys and that, and then there's been a million, <laughs> um, so many Gundam series. Like the Gundam Seed is probably the best. Well, Gundam Seed is one of my favorites. You got Gundam Double O, you got Gundam Unicorn, you got um, like Gundam. Fucking Iron Blooded Orphans. Yeah, what was the other Iron one? Blooded Orphans. Iron Blood. Yeah, that's the that's one of the yeah. recent ones. Yeah, I love that because that's with um Barbatos, and I I, I love that that Gundam. <laughs> Turn A Gundam. There's just so many. Like, see, I have yeah, no idea it's, about it's Gundam. It's not something that I really know much about or ever had or any interest in. But I knew you were into it because oh, it's so cool. Just because we put a tattoo <laughs> of it on you. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I forgot I have a Gundam tattoo. You forgot we did that. <laughs> Genuinely forgot you tattooed that well, on me. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, no. The joke thing is, no. Dur- during this this COVIDy Christmas we've just had, that's what I did. I built a Gundam. Is that what you just picture you just sent us? Yeah, that's the pictures yeah, I just, I just sent you. Yeah, no, yeah. no. That was my Christmas. That was my Christmas nice. day because all they do it like a lot of fun. I would like to make one probably. They're honestly so so fun. Like. I don't know what my favourite would be. I don't know. I've got I've got so many. Like I said, I've got probably I've got thirty plus. Cool. I know that, and it's ever growing an addiction. Collection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should do some more Gundam tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> happily, happily, there's so many cool ones. And once again, that is the yeah. fact. That, like, because they just all look so cool. The designers are so cool. You you. It's the same thing with Pokemon and all these types of things. You just want as many as you can because they look wicked. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and for anybody who who doesn't understand what we're talking about, I do tattoos as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not just some like just, some random dude. This fucking not just like oh, yeah. scratching in the basement or something. I actually tattoo. Yeah. So anybody wants a fucking any of these toys tattooed, hit me up. <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. I'll tattoo He Man, Ninja Turtles, Gundam, Power Rangers, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Do you want to do a Conan tattoo at some point? I'd love to do a Conan tattoo. It's my favourite. I fucking rate a Conan, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to basically just... I'd rather just do a straight Frazetta. Slap that on oh, you and just do a Frazetta. Do you reckon you could pull that yeah. off? Frazetta was... So cool. <laughs> amazing. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, so Gundam, big robots. Always, always a market, like we were saying, with, with like Zords and everything. Always a market for big old fucking robots and toys. Uh, but anyway I think we'll um, that's all all the time we have tonight because we could go on for two hours but then I've got to edit all this shit down so well no yeah I mean you (laughs) could go on to so many I mean you could just throw I mean it's just throwing them out it's like trap well we didn't touch upon Transformers but that's all uh, that there's so much Mm. of that there's Transformers there's Care Bears there's Mask there's Gem there's My My Little Little Pony Pony. G.I. Joe we only touched upon GoBots, which is yeah, well, that's that's the oh, tra- God, that's yeah. that's that's the that's the 
a biker mice from Mars for 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 the Transformers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dino Ride, yeah, oh, Dino Riders, which was the spin-off of um something I don't know, but no, yeah, you could go on for ages now. But but yeah, so that mm-hmm. kind of covers like the, the the sort of cartoons, toys concept, and we're sort of into toys now. Um, and we are pretty much we grew we grew up in the nineties, so. We were kids in the nineties when the nineties toys were like the mm-hmm. thing to have. So we'll probably do another episode about like the nineties toy crazes. Like, um, you know, you got your pogs and yo-yos were a thing at one point for fucking some reason. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, Beyblade. I mean, Beyblade were probably just just on the cusp of the two thousands. Yeah, it? yo-yos oh, kept coming shit. back and leaving again. Just that was weird. I, I never, I never <laughs> and got Pokemon that. and stuff. But well, we could we can go into that in an, uh, another time. But there's so much so much more to do with toys. So that is definitely going to be re- reoccurring. Mm-hmm. I think on this on this podcast. Yeah, I'd because love that. toys. I mean, phew, even today we're still buying them. We're still <laughs> we still consume them. So. Um, yeah, as you alluded to, I just so well. I've just confessed that my Christmas was building a fucking gun down. Exactly. <laughs> <I'm>, exactly. <laughs> toys are ingrained in us. Sip, sip, for, sipping, for sipping the lovely whiskey I got for Crimbo from from, from, <laughs> from Troy Lovely and and building a fucking toy from a cartoon series from Japan. <laughs> Love it. Winning as an adult, Love building it. a gun down, building an adult, like, mm. yeah, sipping that oh, bourbon, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. Uh, nice one, guys. Um, scotch. No, 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 bourbon. No, it was bourbon, bro. No scotch. And- uh, <laughs> no, it was uh, lovely. It was lovely. Uh. Uh, <laughs> right, next episode is uh, Max explaining the, the fine scotches out there. Okay. Ah, there we go. You want a sing? You want a single and, malt scotch? That's the only whiskey. And how they link? And how they link to comics? <laughs> None of that blended. Yeah, I'm sure we could find some tenuous link. <laughs> the next week, every will be all of us researching. All right, comic whiskey, yeah. comic we'll- book whiskey. <laughs> we'll do a quiz. We'll do a quiz <laughs> where we'll mention something and then you have to link it to a comics in, in some way. And I bet you can. <laughs> I just... Oh, like six degrees of separation. I literally put in comic book whiskey into Google and the top option was superhero whis- whiskey on Etsy. Click on it and it's pe- pe- people customize Batman silhouette bar set. <laughs> Superman whiskey <laughs> gift set. <laughs> hang on, hang on. We can do this Amazing. right now. The famous cover of Iron Man where he's an alcoholic. Is he not drinking whiskey? Oh, um, Demon in a Bottle. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, is that not a whiskey bowl? That's got to be a glass or something, isn't it? Surely. It looks like whiskey to me. It's, it's got to be whiskey. Well, there's a, oh, wait, memory yeah. serves. Winston. Winston. I think it says Winston. Winston? It's a bottle. It's a brown bottle. So what's Winston? That's got to be... Oh, what, yeah, what's that parody? Yeah, yeah that's got to be whiskey, surely. And it has Nadia, half a word blocked out, and it's imported. Yeah. From Canada. Canadian whiskey, whiskey confirms. <laughs> the- Canadian whiskey. Canadian whiskey. Oh, yeah. Winston, Winston Supreme Canadian, maybe? Is that what it says? Yeah. Winston okay. Supreme Canadian whiskey. No, yeah. it says whiskey. Yes. Yeah, it says whiskey. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's without an E as well. It's actually whiskey. It's actually whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> 
There you go. You can link anything. To We've a done it. If you try hard enough. <laughs> Proof. Sorted. Didn't even need a whole episode. No, didn't even need to. But we we can we can do that every time now. Oh. Try and link something to a comedy. <laughs> Should we do oh, that at God. the end? Yeah, just like something completely fucking bizarre and just absurd, and just see what. We I can think do. every time, every episode now, someone has to come up with like a Trump question where you go, right? I've I've been saving this one. Link this motherfucker to a comic. Link, link this to comic books. <laughs> yeah, like put it in put it in the Instagram comic yeah. uh, comments, and we'll have a. Uh, yeah, yeah, if it, yeah. That's a good idea. Anybody? Why do we set ourselves that task? That's going to be oh, horrible. Oh god! <laughs> I'm going to love it, but it's going to be horrible. And summers Let's... and comics go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's a way. Oh god! All right. Yeah. Uh, oh well, to- Troy. Remember, you did give me that doc doc tormentor when I yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. There is a comic for everything. So, <laughs> oh, but we won't Christ. get into that no, because no, that, that's, yeah. that's that's. I mean, we're wasting valuable topics <laughs> for episodes oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, let's let's end it there, and uh, I'll see everybody next time. Thanks, uh, thanks again, Steve. Thanks again, Max. Mm, thank that was you. episode five. Um, yeah, jump on the Instagram, um, follow us, subscribe on Spotify, do all that stuff, do the do. Um, send us any uh, questions or anything you want us to talk about in the next episodes, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Take it easy. Bye. See you later, guys. <laughs>